You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Next Trek Podcast. Every week, we dive into the latest episode of Star Trek Discovery and give our thoughts on the final frontier. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate. And we're going to be discussing Season 2, Episode 13, Such Sweet Sorrow. Is that Such correct? Such Sweet Sorrow. Fantastic. Yes. As in parting is. It is, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And this episode certainly is that. There is a lot of parting, um, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait to dive in. Hey, listen, right at the top, I wanted to invite you. We've got a lot we're going to be discussing over the next couple of weeks. Obviously, season finale is coming up next week. Um, we'd love to hear from you. What have your What has your thoughts been? If you're listening to this, um, we'd love to know what you thought of season two. Uh, the new characters, Pike, uh, new crew members, uh, brave new worlds. The you know the red bursts. All this stuff has been happening over the last several weeks, and we'd love to hear from you as we begin to wrap up. So please head over to our Twitter, which is at the Next Trek, as well as our Facebook page. Join in the conversation. We really do want to have you a part of of the show, and we want to talk about what you thought specifically when we get to our Season 2 wrap-up episode, which we'll do in a couple of weeks here. So please be thinking about that. Start taking some notes and let us know what you thought. But right now, let's go ahead and give our general thoughts on this week's episode, guys. So here we are, the penultimate episode of Season 2. Tyler, what did you think? of the episode. I loved it. I loved it so much. I thought yeah? it was fantastic. I really did. I have, I think two small, not, they're not even complaints. They're nitpicks mm. um, that we, we'll get to them. They're, they're not even like enough to put them up top as a problem. I, I thought it was such an emotionally well-constructed uh, episode on many different levels, which again, well, I think we'll talk about from, from the enterprise, uh, getting to really see the enterprise a little bit more. Um, the partings, as we've mentioned between Michael and everyone, uh, just, it's a, it's an episode that is so, it hits every single emotional beat, I think really, really well, save one. Um, and the, but we'll talk about that later on, I think. So I, it's a phenomenal episode. Phenomenal. But that's a good out that's of, that's a word man out of this world if you will oh hey because it's star trek Get uh uh-huh. yep yep we got it kate what did you think so i feel like this was the hold my beer episode of weak plot <laughs> but otherwise yeah. it is a really excellent episode for eye pokers and eye pleasers Wow. Okay. So I uh, yeah. So you said it's the hold my. Be- I just want to make sure I'm correct. Hold my beer episode of weak plot. Yes, that is correct. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Interesting. But I'm totally yeah. okay with it. So yeah. I mean, I don't want to be totally negative. I, I feel like I had to get that point out there because I'm going to say a lot of good things about it otherwise. Yeah. There's my my nitpick. The one that I have. Well, it's, I I think I said one, but I actually there's two. There's one emotional one that doesn't work, and then one plot one. Uh, that, yeah, it's a weak plot overall, but I don't care about it. Like it's fine. I loved it. Here, here's the here's the problem that I have with Star Trek, and I think I've said this from the very very beginning. Here is that, um, but I guess our discussion of Nemesis maybe even is an exception <laughs> to this. But I have a weak spot for just the fan service of Star yeah. Trek, and mm-hmm. so when they give me kind of this like nostalgia slash um wish fulfillment stuff mm-hmm. i have a hard time i just overlook these uh-huh. these problems really quickly <laughs> um there's a shot in this episode guys of the discovery flipping oh. over mm-hmm. the enterprise and it's just like what am i what am i seeing yep. right now why this is everything that i've it's just it's amazing it, <laughs> everything it, it, i didn't know that i wanted exactly right <laughs> So yes. anyway, it, it's an incredible episode visually, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. I, I oh, keep, hands down. Yeah, I, I kept telling Melody while I was watching it the first time, and the second time I kept writing down that it just looks beautiful. There are moments that the camera is just doing some amazing movements. It's always just like whenever um, uh, Jonathan Frakes is directing, the camera is con- always 
just moving. It's kinetic. Yep. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome. It's a really great looking, feeling episode. I agree. There's a lot of visual candy here. Yeah. yeah. And and you're right. This is definitely weak plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's. I wrote down at one point. This is weak sauce. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, but. It looks so good. But the so wasn't really the point of this episode. Right. And that's like, why it pairs that, with this was the okay. eye poker and eye pleaser episode. Because mm-hmm. we have, no, it's, like, that, it excels at that. I, I think, you know, I, I was being a little bit more, um, just, I was, I was going to give this a little bit more praise. But when you said that, Kate, I was like, yeah, she's right. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> it is, it is that. But at the same time. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I loved yep. every minute of it. I had a so feeling I me, might be the farthest down the spectrum for this yeah, episode. No worries. It's all good. So I think this might be my second favorite episode this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe maybe thir- it's definitely in my top three. I, I really like this. I'm beginning to forgive time crystal stuff. Maybe not even forgive it. It's more like I'm just overlooking it at this point. It's yeah, not there anymore. It's, it's, it is there. It's whatever. It yeah. became a much bigger plot than what I was hoping it would be. And now that it's here, it's like, what am I going to do? Either I, it's if, I there. Yeah. if I can't get over it, I'm not going to like anything about this, yeah. um, this, this entire season. Cause it's like, a, you know, a, an important piece. It's yeah. at the heart of everything that's going on right now. So, all right, would you guys, say that new Eden was your favorite episode then of the season still. Uh, New Eden. No, is it what, the, what, what's what's the uh, John, what Jonathan Frakes directed one? What is that one? I thought it was like the third episode. New Eden is maybe oh, my he, second. I think did Point of Light. Is that what his was? No. no yeah, I, I'll I'll have to look. Yeah. Well, well, maybe while you guys are talking, I I'll look and I'll get. No, back he to did. You on he that. did uh, New Eden. It was the it's the one on Terlysium. Yep, that was his that he mm, directed. Okay. All right. Yep. I felt like he did another one. Oh, he did do I another one more. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think. Anyway, yeah. so yes. I, I, I I need to look back. I don't have that on me right now. But well, we'll cover that in our in our season two. Totally finisher. Totally. Yeah. All right. Should we dive into kind of a our, our biggest points that we thought we should discuss and talk about? Mm-hmm. Can I can I uh, suggest a couple starting points? Please, let's do. And we'll and by the way, in case you don't already know, we're going to jump into spoilers from this point this point moving forward. So just be warned. Red alert. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, uh, so again the. I think that the two things there's one one small thing I like I think we should just get our, our complaints out of the way because I I do think that this is going to be a big yeah yeah no, um, let's do that a big episode the other thing I, I really I was really excited that you said the visual stuff because there's a bunch of small things and I'd love to also just if we can just hit the cool visuals briefly and I know it's it's fun to talk about visuals on a podcast um, but uh, it's it's just there's some good great moments how about that of, opening of scene on Vulcan right. Like it's beautiful, gorgeous. Holy cow. I, where Sarek is just sitting on on a beach, staring out into the middle of nowhere, and um, you know he's meditating, and his wife brings him what what I'm thinking in my head canon is plomeek soup back from the original series, and is it was I I thought as that shot was happening, there has never been a shot like this in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. They've never mm-hmm. had just this this amazing beach sunset shot like that in Star Trek. Like yeah. it was purely an aesthetic. After um, I got moment. over the scene, I thought, man, I love having a show with a budget. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's crazy. Isn't it guys? Um, yeah. Cause this that... would be a wasted shot in a show without a budget. They'd be putting that money towards something bigger, cooler, action or whatever. And instead we get this quiet, perfect Vulcan scene mm-hmm. of stillness and meditation. And it's freaking gorgeous. Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah, I mean, as long as we're talking, and we're gonna jump around the episode here, I guess. Is that all right? I thought oh, we were yeah, talking. Okay, so we're gonna do this: the visuals first, and then we're gonna talk about what we didn't like. Is that what you wanted to do? Here, I was or? thinking, let's do ne- let's do negatives and then and then positives. But uh, but if we're already on visuals, let's do it. Well, you started that. Let, 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 let's do. Let's start with the negatives. Let's get that out okay. of the way. Can we do that first? Because <laughs> right. I feel like I, I I have a lot I want to say that's very good about this episode, yeah. but I feel yeah. like. I just want to I want to purge myself of the negative energy. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like after our nemesis talk, oh. uh, and by the way, if you haven't listened to our, ne- our nemesis talk, please do. I am really proud of that episode. <laughs> um, so I'd love for you to go listen to it. So anyway, absolutely. Let's talk about negatives. What what didn't we like about this episode? Well, we mentioned plot. Uh, Kate, what, what did you you specifically were were hitting the plot? And I and I agree with you. But what what were your things that stood out to you week week wise in terms of plot? 
So the entire sense of urgency in this episode mm. was was built on, hey, this fleet is coming after the Section Thirty One fleet's coming after us, and we can't run forever. But never mind that we can run for now. Okay. Um, At least to extend the time. I thought that right. so often. And I yeah. also kept thinking, why not just spore over to the Delta Quadrant? Because Section 31 doesn't have a spore drive. Right. Yep. Yes. Or absolutely. back to Terralysium or, or like some whatever. Yeah. Like get so far out of the range. I, like the only the way that I, I reconciled that, I guess, was that we need to have – we uh, for. I kind of just was bending some things to get there, but they needed to have the Enterprise with them, I guess, for the final fight, and that's why. But but that it, was the final yeah. fight. Like, they didn't take any yeah. of the time to figure out the time crystal. It was like, ooh, time crystal, time crystal, and we have it, we don't know what to do with it, and let's rush to the end without actually yeah. trying to figure well, anything out. Yeah, right. I totally agree with you, and I don't know how the spore drive works at this point. They, I feel like they turn it on and off depending upon what is convenient for the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But from what I understood, you know, the the signal, the fifth signal shows up. So they go to Poe's planet. Yep. And that's why they're there, right? Is because right. they're trying to figure out the the signal, why they're there, why that happens. And by the time they're there and they realize they need power and all that stuff, they're just thinking, well, we're here already. We might as well go ahead. But you're right. Why not? And they had to hook the spore drive in to recrystallize the time crystal. And right, so, but this is but, after but they've tried you to could blow have spored up away. Discovery and that failed. Yeah. And so, right. like, they, they rushed into to blowing up Discovery without going, well, let's jump to the Delta Quadrant and figure this out for a bit. And then if it doesn't work, we can blow up Discovery. They went sure. straight into blowing it up, which, Agreed. duh, a mile away, that's not going to work. Because we have, no. you know, the, the sphere has already proven that it will defend itself. There was absolutely zero surprise in that. And I thought they had already talked about that plan to destroy the Enterprise, or not the Enterprise, destroy Discovery, or destroy the 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 thing that it was in already, and it was going to, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So I, it didn't, no, I don't think anybody was surprised that the Discovery was not going to blow up. There was also um, this I, weird moment where um, after they, att- when they're going to attempt to blow up Discovery, uh, Michael has that flash of seeing in the future from having touched the mm-hmm. time crystal, and winds up preventing that future by saying stop uh sooner than that and we go from her future version of that to we all get there and then section 31 shows up and boom to the the redone version of oh we now have an hour for section 31 to show up which is a little confusing and we're now going to reinvent a red angel suit from some spec designs in that hour because wow we are that good of a set of engineers like the the time scale just did not work which Agreed. is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It, we've been collecting pieces throughout the entire season of things that we would need for this very moment. It's just this moment came too fast, right? It's I like, mean, boom, like boom, boom. Who cares? After all, exactly, that. exactly. It, it just felt like if if you were going to set it up, which they have, then to execute it so quickly, it seems almost like, well, why did we spend so much? Why did we spend all this time setting up? This, you know, this hour, why not go ahead and like give us a few more, you know, episodes right. to breathe in this space? Like this right. space would be interesting if they're like running away from Leland for, you know, a period of time and their spore drive is down. And, or or even, if, yeah, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's, a, there's a way to, to sustain that. You know, they're always trying, they're always getting to that red burst right after or right before Leland or, you know what I mean? Like there's that kind right. of cat and mouse game. And you're right. It just happens so quickly and they already have a suit and they're already going to, yeah. you know, they already know how to open up this wormhole and, oh, we're going to find Poe, who we talked uh, or last saw in a short trek. And she's going to build a, I don't know, jargon, 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 jargon. Techno babble. <laughs> techno babble yeah. cage thing that I still am not exactly sure what it's doing, but it's doing something. And here we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then t- to go back to the premonition for a second, we had this extended premonition that Michael sees in which like Leland goes around shooting all the bridge crew in this sort of slow motion awful thing. And then we see a side, like cut that out and just the Enterprise, you know, getting a chunk of whatever through it. Jet does that same visual later. It's, it's like right. weirdly repetitive without being anything more than emotionally jerking us around. Well, I think that's what's coming in the next episode. They're, they're, we're, we're seeing what's going to happen. You know what I mean? This, I, and, and I so, get that, but why do it twice? Well, because uh, yeah, I, or three times even. Or three yeah. times, yeah. 
I think it's going to be important for them to know and to hopefully avoid not maybe not even avoid it because we if we see it, when we see the next time on it's there like you said it's like there again so well this is the one time I didn't watch the the next time on okay. actually I, I stopped myself yeah it's it's obvious it's obvious that the that that's important they yeah. want the audience to know okay yeah. a torpedo a, a, is not going to go off it's going to be stuck in the hull of yeah. you know Enterprise yeah no I, I I agree all that stuff it's it's really quick but at the same time you know. We gotta we gotta finish the sucker off. So yeah. here we go. We're, we're it's 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 like the uh, the snowball is is rolling downhill mm-hmm. at this point, and it's just gonna keep keep gathering steam, and, and yeah. uh, it's it's gonna hit at some point. Um, my only and this might be the thing that you're gonna talk about. Um, my only other and I, it hasn't been sold for me at all this season. Um, but before I move on, is there anything else you want to say about? those particular things, the ending and all that. I, I'm going to move on to like an emotional relationship thing. Go for it. I have uh, no, no, I've got one other nitpick, but it's, it's something we can hit in just a second. Okay. So my, 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 the thing that I did not like, and the thing that I said is total weak sauce is, uh, Tyler and Michael's, um, yes. uh, like moment. Uh, what a, like, I, I didn't work. It's terrible because like, there's no reason that the reason that Tyler gives Michael that he's go, not going to go with her is the dumbest thing it I've ever heard. She's gotten mad at him for, she's gotten mad at him for continually sticking with section 31, despite all of its crap. He, he basically says, I, I have to stick around cause I'm the only one who can stop something like Leland from ever happening again. What and about the like, enterprise? Or, yeah. or anyone or all else. these people <laughs> who know about it. <laughs> Because everybody seems to know about Section Thirty One in this story. Not Admiral Cornwell, who's like at least high up in in, in uh, Starfleet and could like make sure something doesn't happen again. Or, in fact, it, I really I was even more disappointed because he says no, I can't do it, and he gives her that stupid explanation, and she walks off, and I was like, yes, oh good, Michael for walking. Away. Oh, she turned like, around and kissed him. Like, oh, I. It was. Did that, it did not. Did work. that work on anyone? Did Kate? What did you think of this moment? Did this, did this work for you at all? Or I what feel did you like think? we have an entire season of unearned with Michael and Tyler because yeah. we had everything that happened in season one, and then we never deal with any of it. Instead, we put our attention on him developing a bromance with Pike and these other things, and it's like we never deal with that. And so, for this yeah. to be that big epic moment, nothing has been built up for it to work. It's not earned. I totally Agreed. agree with you. Totally agree. All right, another those are one, my nitpicks. <laughs> another one that doesn't that doesn't work, but I this is one I didn't care that didn't work. Is uh, I think it emotionally worked, plot wise it didn't work. Is Sarek and Amanda arriving there? Oh, it doesn't yeah. make any sense um, at how did they all. Make no sense. Yeah, like, they've they even explained like in the explanation of how they got there, it was oh yeah, we've been cut off from everyone and no one. There's only ship to ship communication. So I cottered my yes, way across so I got space there. to find you. It, it that, didn't work. That, that is yeah. the only reason is is that yeah. he he that that opening shot is him yeah. being told this is where Michael will be and so they yes. got in their spaceship and went. That's and the got only there explanation in time, there is. despite the fact that that spaceship has been moving around this whole time. Yes. Well, no, I'm just saying they knew that that ship would be there at that time. That is yeah. the only explanation you can. Po- it is a mystical connection that Sarek yeah. has with Michael to be there, but it is that's dumb. I'm sorry, yeah. it's I so like it. that doesn't I work. That but with but. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I followed it up with Spock. Sure, he won't spend time and say goodbye to his dad, but he could have at least said goodbye to his mom after volunteering to go with Michael to the future. Uh huh. Here, here's the thing for me though. I agree with you. The the plot, the yeah. reasoning to get, but I loved this moment. But it was a great scene. I love yeah. the scene. I absolutely do. Yeah. But these yeah, are the missing I, things around it that make it go. I, Ugh. Yeah. I, I agree. The chess move that they had yeah. to to figure out that doesn't make any sense. But the moment was beautiful yeah I will it gave us a moment. great shot at yes. the opening and it gave us that uh, a, a really great scene i man yeah, I sarah agree. apologizing oh. and to amanda too not just to michael oh. yeah <laughs> it oh. just killed me it no, killed me you put me back together oh, oh. my goodness uh, yeah it's okay so now so we're, are, are we we're squarely there. now on yeah. what we liked okay good. <laughs> yeah i have nothing else to complain about it's just happy stuff so let's let's do this <laughs> yeah no totally so what what stands out uh to you maybe let's start with just maybe the fan service like the more surface level mm-hmm. stuff and then sure. we can move into um the more emotional whatever and then like yeah. our predictions how does that sound yeah. like maybe go kind of like surface level kind of shallow and then a little deeper sure. as we go along all right can we so, talk about the bridge of the enterprise yes, <laughs> yes, yes look at, i love it 
It's it so was good. gorgeous. Oh my goodness. It, it was. Oh. And, and my favorite moment of that, though, was Giorgio walking yes. onto the bridge and saying, <laughs> Orange. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, that so was, good. It was good. Oh. It was and perfect. I like go- going a different direction than the Abrams verse movies where, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it, it was, hey, a good looking bridge. Don't not to take anything visually away, but this is supposed to be prime timeline, but with a visual twist. Mm-hmm. I, oh, God. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. And and I liked it even better the second time. I, I paused it a few times and just yeah. looked at it. Oh. it, it it's great. And also, like I said before, that moment when Disco flips over the Enterprise yes. and yeah. the... I don't know... I don't know what the track is. What is the... Is, I would say it's just the Star Trek theme or the the tag. What is that? Do we? Is there a name for that? What is that? Oh, that's just the... Yeah, that's just the Star Trek theme. But... Um, I don't it, know. I, I feel like there's a it's a suite of some. I don't know. Anyway, that the theme plays as it's and it's just like okay, goosebumps. You had me. Whatever you're manipulating <laughs> yeah. me. How dare you? But I'm in. You know what I mean? Really? Like sure. Just you know what I mean? Like and even little it, things is, like the evac corridors were just so freaking cool. And I've seen this sort of thing before. Other science fiction. Yep. Oh, yeah. I don't care. I loved watching it. It, it was great. Good. Oh yeah. Well, and even. So like one weird thing that I've I've liked about this show, but I hadn't really put my finger on it, and and it could always maybe be better. Like the Expanse, I think does it more strongly, and Battlestar Galactica does it pretty well too. Is the use of three dimensional space, mm-hmm. like for the space stuff, you know, like nor in any other Star Trek series, it would have been, uh, and and this is really super helpful for again our audio listeners uh, as I use hand gestures. Don't do that. <laughs> on a, on our video but like you know normally you know we've got just two spaceships going side by side and then they'll lock this one you know the the discovery is this is 3d space like they they probably zoomed in not exactly parallel to one another and discovery had to reorient itself which i found really funny at the end of this episode they go we're surrounded and they show a graphic and it's literally all on a like a a horizontal plane and i was like they're not surrounded there's plenty of others up and down and yeah. yeah Yeah. It was that was fun. I mean I get what they're doing. Oh, 100%. But it's still funny cuz you're right. Yeah. They're not using the 3D space yeah. properly. But they did if you look as they, so they're hit and miss with it. And one of the things that visually is so cool in this episode, uh I'm going to do this, you know, when we do our rewatch, I'm going to look through it a little bit more, but they look at the panels. Look at their at their like uh control panels throughout the yeah. whole thing. And there's just there's just cool things to be found there for yeah. the for the real Star Trek geeks you know that we are and um, and there was wish where um, uh, Detmer is realigning she's piloting the Discovery to align it up with uh, Enterprise so they can hook up. It actually has like a cool axis thing you know on the Enterprise or on the Discovery as it's hooking up with the. Mm. Uh, it's like oh that's a helmsman's panel in or a navigator's panel in. Uh, no, I guess Helmsman's panel in uh, in a Star Trek show. That's cool. It's not just random buttons that we don't know. They know what they do, but we don't. Yeah. I loved it. I thought little touches like that were so good. Another visual flourish uh, that I enjoyed a lot, just like the Discovery flipping over Enterprise, was um, the there's a shuttle that's coming in, and it's it, the perspective yeah. is upside down. Do you yes. know what I mean? And then it just slowly rotates around to go into the shuttle bay. Um, what a cool moment in and around so up and then back down. It was and then the camera great... reorients. Yeah. After, yeah. Yeah. It's just a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic visual flourish. I loved, I absolutely loved, um, something, something I've noticed visually as well. And this is, you know, after Abrams got all of, or has gotten all of his, you know, comments about the lens flares that he did. We have, um, we have dirty lenses in space. Sure. Um, like spotty lenses in space, which I, I really like. I think it's very interesting. It looks like kind of, I like the way I compared it to Battlestar Galactica. They were doing, you know, the documentary style filming. Mm -hmm. Like the sudden zoom. Yes. And and it wasn't ever, it wasn't always centered exactly. It was great. And this one, it it has a lot like that. Like whoever, you know, whatever thing is outside the ship filming needs to, you know, something needs to clean its lens. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. We we also have flyby shots where we get to see people walking Mm -hmm. inside as we're, you know, going by the outside of the ship. I love those moments. So yeah. cool. I think, Kate, you said earlier, you can definitely tell this has a budget. There's yeah. no doubt that the, the budget is on your television screen. And you're yep. like, oh, yeah, this is why I pay $10 to watch CBS All Access or whatever it yep. is. You know what I mean? It's this moment. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> At least they're using that money to good use. Um, yeah. 
let's see here. So another one of my favorite moments, kind of more surface level. Um, I, now, maybe I heard it wrong. I listened to it twice. I'm pretty sure this is what she says. Number one says the yes. ship hits the fan, right? She says ship, right? So I tried P? to turn on, on no? captions. Yeah. And, and, and the, ca- the captions wouldn't turn on on my TV, and I didn't get a chance to go back to <laughs> did my you, computer. Did you did check you? it, Kate? My captions you think- said not what you said. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I thought it was funnier when it's ship. I thought she was being clever and silly. I thought she was making silly. a joke. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, well, maybe I maybe have to go back and, and, and check it. Uh, I may be completely wrong, but in my headcanon... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you may um, still be right she makes the bad pun is occasionally wrong, but... <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's funnier if she says the ship hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that's just that's more fun. But uh, yep. maybe that's just my nine-year-old self being like, they don't say <laughs> bad words in space. That's right. Um, that's right. So anyway, uh, that was another one of, my, one of my favorite moments. I also um, liked whenever she talked about uh, um, how they had already armed the shuttles. There's this great moment, you know, because Pike and Giorgio and the rest are headed yeah. off. And she's like, you know, actually... And um, Giorgio's face while she's talking, there's definite approval there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole, you know, Terran Emperor badass routine. <laughs> she she yes. appreciated that. Oh, 100%. She's she's very proud of number one and is like, now, how? maybe this is why we never see number one. Maybe she recruits her over to Section 31, <laughs> you know? I feel like oh, she has oh more my gosh. than that, but, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, um, Giorgio, I feel like, had so many funny moments in this she one. She did. Um, that she was, was the great. Next thing I was going to say. This too. was one of yeah, her snarky, was... funniest episodes. This is where the character shines. Um, uh-huh. This kind of more. Um, what a, you'd almost like her, uh, you mm-hmm. know, a likable villain, someone yeah. who is a little bit more like, um, oh, come on, Thor's brother in the Loki. Marvel. Loki. Loki. Yeah. You know what I mean? Agreed. You know he is mischievous and probably yeah. will sell you out, but you, yeah. man, you love watching him. You know it's, what I mean? It's why he's getting a show, right? right. On Disney yeah. Plus, exactly. Yeah. So I just, I feel like she fits into that archetype of villain. Yeah. Right. Where, yeah. you know what I mean? Like she, of course is not a good person. She's killed thousands oh, yeah. of people, right? But where she's been placed in this yep. time and space, mm-hmm. suddenly her past character and her present moment mm-hmm. is clashing in such yeah. an entertaining and wonderful way for everyone. And I love yeah. it. She, even she suggests a- she's, she's totally fine with like starting a supernova that, <laughs> that will like, wipe yeah. out her. Yeah. <laughs> But we can't do that. It's going to wipe everybody out. I thought you said so, there were no bad ideas. No bad ideas. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, and Cornwell um, immediately. No, that's so a bad good. idea. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Oh, oh, that's an example. She of also gets one. a moment where she's actually a speaki- she's speaking on behalf of the audience because she has that quote. Yeah. Are you saying that another one of these signals will reveal itself because we need it to? Um, yeah. That just was spot on. Like, is exactly how I was feeling in that one of like, okay, more stupid plot. And then she says that. And I'm like, oh, right on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. No, I. You know, this is a. Yeah. I, I think her character here, and of course, like the 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 last moment, I think she gets maybe not the last, but one of the kind of highlight moments is when she's escorting uh, Pike and mm-hmm. Tyler into the yes. uh, tele. Yeah, the transporter, and um, she reveals, quote unquote, to Pike that she has been the Terran Emperor all along, and she's from the Terran Empire, and. Pike, the first moment the delivery of his line is like, absolutely, I'm going to miss Pike so much, guys. Oh, I know. <laughs> the delivery of his line of just like, what's a Terran or whatever? Yeah, and he, what mirror like, universe? What's the mirror universe? That's right. And then he just winks. Yeah. And it's oh. like, okay. It's so good. Okay. So good. Because, like, I mean, truly, whether, like, and we can, we can surmise, you know, however he found out. But in even the prime timeline, you know, the mirror universe happened in Enterprise. So, like, there's there's reports out there somewhere, you know. I feel like I if kind Section 31 isn't a secret, how could the Merrick universe be? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That thing's a secret story. at this point. <laughs> true story. Yeah, I also enjoyed Poe's little slapdown of her whenever she said she outlawed Snark oh. on her planet. Yes. Poe is I great. Will... She, yeah. She's like the, not the spoiled, but the, you know, complete um self-assured um monarch i guess oh, where yeah. she's yeah. just she's not being a jerk but she's just like she's gonna speak her mind and 
she doesn't really care what the rank is, uh, yep. which yeah. is great. It, what did you guys think of seeing of Poe? So, you know, we've had connections back to, I think at this point, all of the short treks, except for- Yeah, this for, was the only one we hadn't yet. Well, I mean, we still haven't seen Calypso really. I mean, oh, we know it's coming. Oh, we have. But we haven't seen it really. <laughs> we have no proof, just theories. <laughs> yeah. But it is neat, though, that these short treks actually- matter a lot. Were dug yeah, dug in deep. Like this to... one was actually in the preview for this episode, and so if you yeah. had not seen the short treks, I can imagine the confusion of wait, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, I wonder. And like I said before, my dad is just now watching these. I was as I was watching this episode, I was like, oh, I wonder if Dad watched the Did short he watch treks. the short treks. Oh, because there's even um, aren't they aren't they a different show technically in the CB, in CBS All Access? Are no, they not? They counted as a different season? There's no, there's, yeah, there's a title. Yeah, I guess okay. you, you could say that. Yeah, there's like season one, season two, and then short tracks. Okay. Can I just I say that my headcanon for the final episode is the Harry Mud clones show up and beat off the Leland. <laughs> 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 Harry Mud just shows up and saves the Discovery. Oh, that's great. Oh, oh. man. Something's going to happen, guys. We got to talk about that. Okay, so <laughs> is we... there any more kind of like light fluffy wonderful kind of um moments before we dive into more maybe the more meat and potatoes of the episode because there is a lot to talk about here and i I definitely want to yeah um Um, i did want to comment on poe a little bit further so i loved her interaction with uh jet reno jet was recognizing mm. that um the kind of math that she was doing when no one else in the room had a clue not even stamets which was great or spock yeah yeah that was that Jet Reno throughout this entire episode. I'm not going to stop talking about how much I love Tignataro. She's so fantastic. But oh, she gets she's some fan- great moments. She is great in this episode. And, you know, depending upon where we're going next season, it feels like Poe is joining the crew. And yeah. so is um, Jet. Uh, and so is Tig, um, oh, yeah. it seems. I, so We have predictions, I think. Yeah. It's it's an interesting interesting place that we might be going. I'm not sure. There are certain things that tell me otherwise, um, yeah. based on who is joining them. It's like, well, you can't go. Um, <clears throat> so Wait. anyway, we'll t- oh, exactly. Spock, the fact that he's going. So yeah. so we'll we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, well, but that just means they get back. Just, no, let, let, let's let's get there in a second. Yeah. Where, is there anything else light and fluffy that we want to talk about before we dive into some of the more kind of meat and potatoes? Like it's oddly saying. exciting to see ice cream in space. I don't know why, but it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It, it's what it's, was that described as? It was described as something sp- else. Yeah, it, was, it was Spumoni. Spumoni, yeah. Yeah. Ah, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, it just well, it's like and, an odd little touch, but it just works. Well, and it comes up actually a bunch in Next Generation, and it was weirdly just nice because Deanna Troy loves chocolate ice cream and stuff, and right. and I just randomly watched the episode where Wesley gets ice cream for this girl he likes, and and I was like, oh, you know what? Yes, one hundred percent. If there were replicators, people would just be eating ice cream nonstop. Absolutely. Or just like good food all the time. It's not those the the colored cubes that we see in the original series that they're randomly eating. So and it's not the expanse where coffee is the height of everything because you never have yeah. coffee. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So uh, those were a lot of my fun moments. Oh, and just random factoid: this is the first time watching the opening credits that I really paid attention to the fact that they were time crystal shards that were going throughout. Yeah. That like I mean, it's been there all along, but this was the first episode I went. Yeah, that means something now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally, totally. Is that new from this season? I Yeah. Okay. The, the uh, crystals are? Mid-season, because they added the Red Angel suit about halfway through the, the season. So they might have, I don't know what episode they added it, but I noticed it, yeah, a little while ago. Okay. Well, let's, should we dive in? Go for it. So one of the things I want to mention real quick, and this might be a small thing, but I found it to be really interesting, is um, three words that were uttered very often through this episode. And those words are, I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, they just kept coming up. Um, I, I kept writing down. I've got like three or four instances of them. Um, and, uh, you know, Michael says them to mm-hmm. the the crew that she has been a part of. Saru says it to um, his uh, sister. Yeah, exactly. Um, Stamets says it to his, I'm guessing, sibling, sibling. of some kind. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Um, and um, there's a lot of talk about... Um, uh, Pike talks to Michael about discovering her heart mm-hmm. yeah. um, and all this kind of just, you know, what, you know, who and, who and what and 
you know, what love means and why it's so important and, you know, family and also mission. It is just, yeah. it's an, it's, it's a wonderful, what I'm hoping all this is doing is setting up for something really powerful. Mm-hmm. My fear is um, that all this is going to get solved and it's going to be okay in the end. Yeah. And yeah. it's not going to really be all that meaningful. Uh, like, oh, wow, I'm glad I didn't send this message to my you know, mom and dad. Um, because if I would have, they would have been worried about me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure. We'll see. Obviously, that's all coming on the heels of the, the big reveal. We'll start at the big reveal and then we can you know dig into the, kind of the smaller ones. But basically, Michael is going to take the discovery through a wormhole um, that she will create through her time suit. And because of the way that they have... Wait, does that mean that Michael is the Red Angel? Correct. So, so the, Tyler, so, so, uh, as I much as, say, as disgusted as I am with this uh, plot choice of theirs, I will acknowledge <laughs> <laughs> to you that she appears to be the stupid second Red Angel. <laughs> Well, here here's the only problem and, with and this. And the one in charge of the of the bursts and everything like that. Yep. Well, here's the only problem with that is is that they're promising us right now that she's only going to be able to make one jump, mm-hmm. right? And no, none none of the other stuff. They're so, predicting. They're predicting only one jump. Right. So here here here's the thing. Like, if this is true, what I'm saying is is that we already know what they're about to do doesn't work in the way in which we think it's going to do. Like mm-hmm. in my, yeah. in, in my, what they want you to believe is the audience is that Michael's going to take the discovery through this wormhole into the far, far future so that control cannot get access to it. Mm-hmm. And her friends in one of the most emotional, amazing moments of the Ugh. episode, um, who are most, not most, but Ugh. a lot of the crew that we already know I say they're willing We're coming to, with yeah, they're going to come with you, right? Yeah. And you can't even tell, talk us out of it. No, don't even yeah, say anything, fact, Michael. Stop talking, Michael Burnham. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I'm sure you, whatever oh, you're going to say is going to be beautiful, but we're already coming. Let's Except go. Except Trader yeah. Ash is standing in the back going, I'm with oh, you. I mean, not really. We'll tell you up. later, but. Yeah. Jerk. And, oh, you know, I got goosebumps, but also, you know, mm-hmm. Spock is with them. Yeah. That presents problems. The There's only no way... thing that undercuts that, I think, uh, the prediction part a little bit is that as, as much as I like the emotional, like he's there with Michael, he's supporting his sister. We know Spock survives. Right. You know. Right. And, and, even, and my, but, I want Discovery to go into the future in the way that Voyager wound up in the Delta Quadrant and we can get a season yes. there. Like, that's what I want to see. A hundred percent. And that's... A hundred percent. That is what I'm kind of hoping yeah. actually happens. And could still happen even because of Spock because there's a preview moment where it looks like he's not in Discovery. So maybe he's on yeah, a shuttle a, or something and gets left behind. And so there's still Girl. a way that this could happen. Wow. Right. But, Interesting. Yes, but there's also someone else on board that doesn't make any sense. I'm trying to remember. I wrote it down. But anyway, I'll, I'll think about that in just a second and, and get back to you. But but we know that that can't happen because Michael ends up coming back. You know what I mean? And 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 doing the other, what you said, the Red Angel moments or at yeah. least the bursts. Mm-hmm. Right. right. We still don't understand the bursts. I still don't understand the bursts. I do not get this. Can we just pause for just a moment? And see, I want to know if you guys understand this. Maybe I've asked this before, but I still don't get it. How do we know there are seven bursts if only five have shown up? I yeah, I thought that for the first time this episode that I had a, that 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 didn't jive. Um, we it, knew it hasn't that, made it any sense all season long. Like, yeah, and for some reason to me that I didn't question it for for whatever reason. In this episode, I finally because it was finally there were seven bursts. We've seen four, and I was like. I don't think that sentence has been uttered. And so like the, just that hadn't clicked. There are seven bursts, but we've only seen four. So how do we know that there are seven or did they just all flash and then they went out and now we're getting like, we didn't, we couldn't track them before maybe, or I don't know. That's, but My I agree. My note to myself yeah, was to go back to the beginning of this season because yeah. I thought there was yeah. something about that then that I just can't remember. And I just haven't okay. gone back. So maybe when we do our yeah. full season recap, we can address that. Or, or maybe, Agreed. you know what, now that I think about it, and yeah, this is something that maybe we do, uh, maybe it's just that Spock drew all seven, and so we know that there will be seven. I don't know. No, no. Pike maybe we always steps, known there's seven. Pike steps on the bridge, and he says, we detected seven red bursts, and he... Okay. Remember, he brings mm-hmm. it up on the on oh, the discovery true. viewfinder, yeah, that's right. and and he's like, "We've got to go out and search these seven red bursts." 
See, and, but we don't. That's know whenever where the crew, the bridge crew, should have said, "Sorry, Captain, that's kaleidoscope view. We don't use that anymore." Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ugh. So, uh, yeah. So there, there are certainly question marks there that I don't remember well enough from the very beginning of the okay. season that we need to answer. Well, good. So I'm not. I'm just as. I'm just as lost as you guys are. I don't feel nearly as. Yeah, lost in space. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Okay. Um. So those are my, you know, major. Obviously, you know, big moments. Um, the, the the I love yous was really incredible, um, and I just I liked that that moment. What else? What else do we need to talk about here, guys? There's a lot. So uh, somebody else in that in that same vein, the the moment where it's just before that, where you know she she gives the speech on the on the bridge. Um, she then goes into her quarters. Uh, sorry, she's 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 called out of her quarters, and she runs into Tilly. And that was the moment that I, I just got chills when I just said that too, yeah. like where they both gasp and, and, oh yeah, they haven't said goodbye because mm-hmm. Tilly wasn't on the bridge then. And, and it's just that moment of, oh gosh, these two, like these two who have had such a weird and unexpected friendship, uh, at one, and then, you know, Tilly, you don't, you don't understand the, the full weight of what Tilly says, but she says, our, um, Michael says our goodbye is uh and then Tilly Tilly finishes her sentence and she says I lost it. Uh something along the lines of come come with me or something like that. Well she says like our our goodbye isn't gonna happen. There's a, there was no. something else and, and then she takes her out and I thought, Oh gosh and like it just is so exciting and goes into that whole family thing. It's it is mm-hmm. it is such a good, important moment um yeah. between the two of them that uh that that it, and then they were they have the nice plot reversal that works really well. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, another plot point that I wanted to talk to you guys about and, um, a little headcanon moment for me. Um, I'm just going to keep using headcanon cause you You've know what we're here it. now. Here it is. Welcome um, to the dark there, side. Th- there's a line where they're talking about this plan of Michael going through, um, with the suit and taking discovery and you know, whatever, never coming back. Um, a line is uttered. She could go anywhere, anytime. Here's what mm-hmm. happens in my headcanon. They go through and there's the Titan baby. And Captain Riker <laughs> says, Welcome, Discovery. You know what I mean? And yep. Here we oh, go. Man. Oh, man. Here we go. And then wh- who we else got is a there? Nice reveal. Who, who, is, who is the president of the Federation? That's right. Patrick Captain Stewart. Picard. Jean-Luc Picard is like, Hello, welcome back, Discovery. And it's actually oh, one. Oh, gosh. This Discovery season oh. three and the Picard is all in the same universe. It's and here concurrent. we are <laughs> and they're ready to protect the discovery and you know, the whatever oh. control is there and we get this huge space battle and Oh, come on guys. They've I'm been preparing. I- they've been preparing for hundreds of years for this. They knew it was happening <laughs> because of section 31. They've been assimilating. I'm not assimilating, but they've been amassing a huge armada and they know what's <laughs> happening. And for discovery, it's just a split second, but for, the rest of the humanity, they've been preparing for this moment, and Riker's like the commander of the fleet. Oh, come on. So to bring this full circle, uh, Picard goes, baby Borg. <laughs> Bitch, please. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I know. Ugh. I just... Oh, I, I want I want that, or something in, in that... Like, oh, it, it hit me at the end of watching this the second time, is that we got the crazy Enterprise reveal out of nowhere at the end of last season. I mean, mm-hmm. there was nothing. There was no hint, no buzz about that beforehand. And, you know, jaws dropped when that occurred. I, I, all I want to is what what is our reveal at the end of this episode? Because unfortunately, or at the end of this season, because unfortunately, they've set us up for that. Like, they've set us up for some kind of major reveal, whether it's, yeah, it's they've propelled into the future or just, you know, they crash land on this planet, and then, and then this man turns around from tending his his vines, with a glass <laughs> of wine in his hand, and it's Picard. Like you know, I, no, I just I, oh. guys, honestly, like I, I would freak out. I'd lose my mind if they went through that wormhole. And it was the exact same shot from last season, except it just pans up and it says USS Titan. I'd be like, oh. so I'd like to tell our our listeners that if we drop the next episode and you start to listen and it's screaming for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, little, little, little girls, little Ugh. girls just screaming. Tyler Ugh. and I, ah! Oh man, I it would be, it would be amazing. No, and none of that's going to happen guys. I think they're, 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 I'm hoping what you said, Kate, is that we are flung far in the future that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and they have to, it is, it is Voyager, but they're not interested in getting back because if they get back, people are, Right. unsafe so right. they're literally 
they're just going to live their live their life and we're going to find out what Klingons and Starfleet yeah. and um, all of these other things look like a thousand years from now. How cool yeah, would if, that if, be? And that makes Picard a prequel. Time, yeah, there you go. Because if, oh, no. if this means them going to the future fixes the timeline the way that Michael's mom was trying right. to do, there is an entire yes. future for them to explore there. It's not lost in space with Family Robinson style. Mm-hmm. I agree. No, I agree. Yeah. 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 Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. I'm. I'm down. I. I think this is. This is good. The only. My only problem here is. Is that I don't think that's going to happen, guys. Yeah. I don't. Um, it's I, nice. I, I. I think. I think they're somehow going to find a way to reverse the issue and it somehow has to do with Michael going back, doing the seven red bursts, visiting the other people that need to be visited for the red angel to have you know existed, and that will set timeline right, destroy control. Um, it, you know, it, it's like a house of cards they've been setting up for yeah. control all along. And she didn't even realize it was herself, future self doing this for discovery. And now here we are. And because obviously if future Michael knows all this is going to happen, she would have gone, you know, at this point and let them know, no, this is, she's obviously allowing this to happen so that, yeah the proper outcome will mm-hmm. occur. And um, we have two so. more somehow, two more red bursts to be covered in the next right episode. Yeah. You know, unless it unless it spills in next season, but I don't think I think it's going to be at least this storyline will be self-contained whether there are like effects of it in next season. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. assume that the that the bursts are going to be contained to this season. What worries me about the finale is we spilled a crap ton of emotion this episode with the goodbyes i feel like somebody could on youtube have andrea bocelli singing it's time to say goodbye (laughs) just a montage of all the goodbye (laughs) scenes like there was so much of that the payoff theoretically of next episode is some form of conclusion to the control storyline except i've never cared about control from the start it was never an interesting villain and so i'm a little concerned that that's gonna fall a little flat for me it may or may not we'll see we have Pike effectively saying a strong goodbye when the when the when the uh, bridge crew turn around and you know come to attention with him like that's his goodbye. We don't need another set of goodbyes in the next episode. We got that covered and then some. So is that mean it's going to be an action heavy? Like th- there's there's lots of concerns I have for how it will pay off given the choices they made in this episode. But can I just say that? stand at attention saying goodbye to Pike yeah. is oh, so good. So <laughs> good. Just just Michael saying captain and then they all just stand yeah. and like completely respect it. Cause I mean that crew has been through some awful yeah. stuff, especially when it comes to their leadership. Yeah. And Pike has just been unbelievably wonderful. Um, in every way, shape, and form. Which, so, which to emphasize ugh. that when he first returns to the Enterprise and there's this moment when he's looking around watching his crew help his yes. crew yes. because they yes. are both his crew and he has that special yes. bond with I loved that moment so much yeah I did too I really really did and and we should say like you know we there's this uh, whatever it is a, a petition on whatever it is some silly petition that won't ever change anybody's minds mm-hmm. um, but you know to for, for them to do a Pike Enterprise series which Gosh. I would be much more interested Even in just seeing one season yeah all yeah. I need is the one season miniseries whatever run of how it gets to the Kirk handoff and you know one and done it would be great it would be absolutely great yeah. yeah um so yeah sorry go, go ahead go ahead and con- continue Kate I know I interrupted you on that one um I want to highlight some Saru moments because I love Saru so much nothing new here <laughs> Um, sure. When they were first abandoning Discovery, I felt really sad for him losing his quarters, which we saw in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. It was so cool with the plants and everything from his homeworld. Um, and then we get to the end of this episode where Pike is making his speech and then he doesn't name a captain. And then Saru pushes that off as we'll deal with that later. Like that was an interesting yeah. choice to intentionally not name who the follow up captain would be. And then finally, Saru's moment where he says, prepare for battle. Yes. Oh, this season earned that so, so hard. It did. So is he the, is is he the captain? Command. Is he he's the captain now? Acting captain. He has the con. But he's, he has, yeah, he yeah. Has, yeah. 
Yeah, I see. This is the thing. Like, the, and this is a, another tease that is not going to get resolved until next season. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt here. But you know, they got to get Pike off of the bridge. But Saru's like, no, no, we can talk about who Captain is going to be right. later. And this mm-hmm. is a this is a problem that we've had since season the end of season one, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we still don't know who the captain of Discovery is. Um, so I we'll seriously see. suspect, unless unless it just is Saru, but they pushed it off. Which is weird. No, it's not. Um, They're messing with us. They've already proven that they like to mess with the audience. Oh, totally. I, that's true. But I, I just wonder. I, I, I seriously want our defense against the dark arts teacher. I, I kind of do, unless it's Saru. If it's anybody else than Saru, it had better be defense against the dark arts teacher, and we just get new ones every season. But oh, oh, I did not follow you <laughs> at that. Uh, there, I was like, what are you talking about? We're, this is not Alan Harry Rickman. Potter. What is wrong with you? We're, We're going <laughs> to resurrect Alan Rickman. <laughs> Yeah, Which, yeah. Aww. And Kenneth Branagh will be on for a little bit. It'll be great. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. I, I don't. I really don't. Um, so, what, are you saying that Riker will be the captain next season? Is oh that... my gosh. We already please. messed up the end of Enterprise with want, that whole. He's already the captain. Oh. Like, he's behind the camera, captaining all of us. It's going to be great. Good. How oh. cool would that be, though, if he was the captain? Oh. Riker, come on. Come on. Or how oh, about it's, it's so Lamar weird. We went... ancestor. Let's do that. That's that's what you want. Yep. Oh, right. love harp. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, um, I and then a Jet Reno moment at the end of the episode mm. when she is with oh, yeah. Stamets and Tilly and, and, and keeps shooting down the ideas and then finally says, or we, we get the overhead of you know it's it's time and she, there's three minutes left and she's like just go and she's the one that stays behind. I was having flashbacks to who she was in the first episode of this season when we first meet her on that downed hospital ship and she's keeping yep. everything going and it's just her yeah. being chill doing it all. It's like. Wow, I respect the hell out of you, Jet Reno. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's she's fantastic and she needs to be in the show more. And I would I I, lo- I mean I love Stamets and this is the problem that I have is is that I feel like there are three um engineer types, mm-hmm. four if you count Tilly now. Now that you got Poe and mm-hmm. Stamets and um Jet. uh I, I said Jet, yeah. Um, and uh, Tilly, like I said, if you get those four yeah. already, it seems a little like redundant. But I guess you know it's all good. But I would love to see Poe and Jet be mm-hmm. like the tag team. You know what I mean? Like I want a short track of the two of them for next season. Write it, people. Because they just, just talking for fifteen minutes. <laughs> they, they maybe they maybe had like I don't know how quick of a conversation they had, but like I like you, I like you, I like her, I like you too. Like that moment was yeah. just like yeah. okay. I want to see more of so these guys. Good. So totally. And if they're trapped, and even if it, if that's the thing, and, and I, I was, I went into this thinking Michael is going to be trapped, and then, uh, and then they all had, you know, said we're going to go with you, and so I thought, oh, that's awesome, really but cool. Also, I'm sorry, who else is on Disco? Giorgio. Mm-hmm. And we Agreed. know that Giorgio is going to be on her own show. So there's no way Discovery goes now and is gone. Well, forever. but they have they have very specifically said that Giorgio's show will come after season three of Discovery. And so, you know, maybe this is, you know, again, I would love a season-long arc of them, you know, just one season of, of them trying to get home. Why? Um, no, if they come home, that's it. Control wins. Well, but not on Discovery. I mean, that's the thing. It's, we, oh. yeah, in some fashion. But then it's Oh, because they have to leave it there. Mm-hmm. They have to leave it there. Because hello, yeah. Calypso. Right. And so whether they come go. back to – so in, in my head, I've been thinking for a while that they come back to Calypso after we've seen her. But maybe – no, the Discovery is just there and they have left to, to try and find their way home. But if they know, do the and way. the show is called Discovery, do we get the Discovery oh, B We can get then? Discovery A. Yeah, that's fine. We did, there's like nine Enterprises. Like there's, it's, there's a lot of them, so it's fine. I think it's okay. Yeah, as long as it doesn't have the spore drive, it's okay. And canon can continue. Or holograms. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So, all right. I, I did like we... that she said that, uh, that number one said there will never be any you know uh, hologram, whatever communications ever again. Ever again. So, yes, yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, is there anything else we need to discuss? We're getting close to the hour mark, but I don't want to skip anything. We got time, but I just want to just uh, see what else we want to discuss or chat about before we. Uh, I... Out. This might be something that we want to talk about more in our se- in our overall season, but I just wanted to highlight once again that we're that we're hearing very specifically Michael 
and Pike talk about fate, um, fate, their roles, and the strength to take those roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has for sure been a major theme throughout the whole season. Um, you know, we saw it with, with Pike deciding. And Chris, actually, you know what? I, we should ask you because you weren't on our last episode when we talked about the um, – Pike taking the time crystal. Um, that was such a monumental moment of, of Pike seeing his future, deciding to take it. Um, and that, that seemed to be such a culmination for not only his character, but for, for the story for the season. How did that strike you um, overall? Like, did that, did that hit you? Did you, what did you think about that, that moment? I'm having a really hard time with the time crystal overall guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know, but as more far just as Pike just, deciding to, yeah. to, set his fate it, it further cemented his willingness to sacrifice everything for the greater good like that yeah. is his entire character is everything that i will i want in star trek it, it, he is the embodiment of trekkian ideal right where <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah. no no i get it i i don't want to die i don't right. want to sacrifice i don't want to hurt others i don't want to do but i will do what is necessary in order to protect the 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 things that i think are important and are um you know key and will um protect the good in the world Mm -hmm. and and I, i yeah we saw so little of that from the dourness the 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 kind of just darkness and dour feelings from from last season Mm-hmm. um from uh you know i just it i don't know for me i just i love i loved that moment the his willingness yeah. no i understand i'm gonna die okay i get it i'm gonna this is gonna be terrible and i won't be able to do anything about it but i'm willing to do this because i know it will help save everything and some will just walk away you know what i mean and mm-hmm. say it was too hard but he doesn't so it's great yep i love that they follow up on that this this episode with just this this discussion of um you know uh Michael Michael has to hurl herself into the future and she is likely not coming back and he says something I didn't write down the the actual quote itself but he he says something about like yeah we have to you know we have to to take these roles that are given to us fate like the future isn't set they still talk about that but look there's there's some kind of thing happening here and we have to stand up and and you know walk a path, the path that's been set for us and I love that I think it's it's something that we'll talk about more once we know you know beginning to end this whole season but I think I think yeah. it's an intriguing direction. Go ahead, Kate. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It just occurred to me the way the way you're talking about Pike and what he's facing, he's he's not facing death. He's facing something harder than death. He's facing yeah. living with the consequences of what happened to him. And this the season we had that was Saru and his life changing mm-hmm. dramatically. We had this with Culber coming back from it. Like it's it's been an entire season of people facing radically life altering experiences in Mm -hmm. finding their way through them and so in a way it's a kind of thematic foreshadowing of what pike has yet to face but we know he will because of star trek history and it's interesting so we've seen this horrible horrific thing what what happens to him exactly do we know like what did so what was shown it's interesting because we've never seen that before but we've heard it so when when he is in that uh in that section it's like it's engineering and he's on a cadet ship he's a he's a i think he's a commodore at that point um and he's he's in a cadet ship and uh, some horrible, horrible accident goes wrong, and he um, sacrifices himself to get everybody out of there. Like he, he has to he has stay in Khan the room moment. to get something done. It's very Wrath of Khan foreshadowing, and that's said in the in the Menagerie in the original series um, to make sure all the cadets get out of there. And he he suffered this horrible radiation um, burn and was re- and was stuck in a chair after that. Yeah, I mean, it's just interesting to know like how. how- what what could happen? I mean, obviously in canon he's got to be in that chair, but like, does he have to stay in the chair? Don't they have like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, yeah. who knows? Well, it's in the '60s, so it's it's before. Like, if you if you were to try and chart all of the like throughout all of the rest of Star Trek history, how many times they have fixed irrevocable diseases or irrevocable injuries, right. and then you look back at Pike. But and yeah. yet we saw wheelchairs earlier in this season, which was an interesting choice to make because there are other things they've Very chosen true. to update and to, to break with history with, and they chose not to with that. Right. right. Yeah. And but, there have been wheelchairs even in, uh, I, and I do not remember where it was, but there's somebody in like an anti-grav wheelchair in, I want to say it's next generation, maybe it's Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, 
it's possible, but he's he's also you know essentially a quadriplegic and, and also cannot speak. Um, you know, he can only speak through the um, through a button, through a, through a tone, like like one blink, one for yes, two for no, or something like that. Yeah. And uh, it would be, but as far as I know, we don't know when he actually dies. Um, I think the last time we actually see him in the original series, he is on Talos Four. They bring him back to Talos Four, and they let him live out his illusion. Like the, you know, his illusion is as real as reality to him, and so he le- he's able to walk around and be with Vina. So basically, could uh, you know force ghosts throughout the galaxy for uh, the rest 100%. of hundred percent? Why not? Yeah, Why not? Why not? Why okay, all right. At least at least throughout the sector, because she can go pretty far. Yeah. Well, apparently, I mean, we saw that whole like projection yeah. thing uh, this season. So, anything else we want to say before we wrap up uh, this episode? The like I said, penultimate, the second to last episode of of the season. Yeah. Nope. Anything else? I think I'm just looking forward to seeing how it all fits together, and we're getting ready yeah. to find out. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it pays off. I, I really am, and I, I think it will. I mean, I really like this episode, despite, despite all its flaws. I still think um, it's doing some incredible. This is incredible television. Mm-hmm. I, I am. I am. I'm so excited. We're getting Star Trek like yes. This. And it's Star Trek with its own identity. It's not just trying to you know uh, do fan fiction of the earlier ones. Agreed. Agreed. Yep, totally. All right, Tyler, take us home. All right. Well, as always, everybody, you can follow us on Twitter at the Next Trek. We'd love to hear from you. Get in the conversation. Uh, do you agree with us? Is this as good as we're making it out to be, or is it, uh, is it just you know really not the Star Trek you were looking for? Uh, but also, listen back. Like like we said earlier, listen back to uh, Star Trek uh, Star Trek Nemesis episode, which was. Uh, an hour and a half long. It's it's an intense episode. It is a deep dive look at the themes, and I would say an unflinching look at the themes of Star Trek Nemesis. So look back at that. We're we're pretty excited about that episode, and it kind of foreshadows where where I think we're headed for our uh, for the future of the podcast. So as always, follow us on Twitter, on Facebook as well. Go to iTunes, leave us a a five star review. Whether or not you like the episode, just give us that review. It helps us to be found on the internet and and uh, helps our numbers to go up a little bit. And as always, everybody. We'll see you next week. Live long and prosper.